Hey there, we're talking about the cumulative effect of biologicals in this episode of Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve. Welcome to Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve podcast, where you get a guaranteed return on investment of your time as we cut your learning curve with the information you can apply to your farming operation immediately. Extreme Ag, we've already made the mistakes, so you don't have to. Managing your farm's water resources is a critical component to a successful and sustainable farming operation. Advanced Drainage Systems helps farmers just like you increase their yields up to 30% with their technologically advanced water management products. Visit ADSPipe.com to see how they can keep your business flowing. Now, here's your host. Damian Mason. Hey, welcome to another fantastic episode of Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curb. I got Chad Henderson and I got Mike Batson. Chad Henderson is one of the founding fathers of Extreme Ag. And then Mike Batson is an, uh, an agronomy guy with a company called Holganics. We're doing some cool stuff with Holganics. Chad's got two different products he's been using, biologicals. And he's going to talk to you about where he sees this going. And I also want to get to the cumulative effect because that's a big point to be made. So Chad, you've got some cool stuff going on. I was in your field, one of those uh, rougher fields. It was flat, but uh, it's river bottom ground to ground, and there's a there's a corn uh, field there, and then you got some other stuff. So tell us about what you're doing with the uh, biologicals from Holganics. So we started out using the 800, and it was um, used in the corn field. These guys come to me and say, "Hey, we want to test this." I, I always ask the question, "Well, where we want to test it at? What kind of product are we looking at? Where we want to test it?" They said, "Well." You know, we just need to put it on dirt as biology. I said, do you want good dirt or bad dirt? Like all my Alabama dirt is pretty bad dirt, but how, what kind of dirt you want? I said, we want some rough stuff. I said, oh, I got you. I got you covered because nobody ever asked for that. I got plenty of that that nobody's using. So anyway, we went down there and they got a good kick out of it. And we did. We put it on some ground that's 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 pretty rough. And it's it's definitely looking looking good, you know. And obviously when it emerged, these guys was down, done some root pulls, you know and and looked at the root system you know the corn was small but but it's definitely showing promise yeah so you put stuff in at time of planting with the corn then you use another product that after you take off your wheat you spray on and and yep. that's to to help get rid of the fodder yep. or make the nutrients more available what's that product called so, so this the breakdown so then on the breakdown we used it and we've come in there and sprayed behind our double crop beans and you know we've been chasing this double crop bean ride for well, hell, all my life, you know, I've been chasing this and, and we've always wanted to do a better job. You know, a lot of people focus on making corn or focus on making beans. Well, we can make some really good money if we can get a 80 or 90 bushel bean crop, wheat crop off and then come behind it with a 40 or 50 or 60 or 70 bushel bean crop. I mean, I'll put that math against anybody's. So, but the thing is I run out of time and we hit a pretty big wall around 50 to 55 bushel, 60, 65 if irrigated. So anything we could do to break down that wheat stubble and make it to where I get more nutrients available in that season, I'm all in on. So that's where we got this product to play in the game at. Yeah, I like it. So Mike, what are you talking about doing here? These are your two your two flagship products. And there's other biological companies that make something uh, for meltdown, for breakdown. But the, the 800 is kind of uh, in a category of its own, right? Yes. It's the diversity of the product. Uh, what separates us from our competition is our diversity. We've got over 800 microbes in this product. We've got fungi, we've got uh, protists, we've got bacteria, we've got beneficial nematodes, we've got amoebas, and then we've got a food source in there 
to help them get a good start and they hit the ground running. We've got molasses, we've got yucca plant extract, kelp extract, fulvic acid, humic acid, and amino acids. And this is the stuff that went in at time of planting uh, and he's experimenting with that. Uh, biologicals, uh, real quick question, because they're still new to a lot of people in ag and there's still a lot of skepticism. Does this stuff need to be refrigerated? Does it have a shelf life because of the living organisms in it? Uh, yes. we When we make the product, we DNA fingerprint it to make sure that we've got our 800 microbes that we say are in there. Uh, we send them off to a third party to get proved out. Then we uh, basically put it into cold storage and it stays in there at 37 degrees until the farmer orders it and we deliver it to the farm or, or to his custom applicator. And uh, once it's there, we have a six to eight week shelf life. Uh, the product comes in a tote and it's got a cover over it that reflects the sun if it's out on a tender truck or we try to keep it in the shade. It can last even longer than the eight weeks. The key is that those microbes are in stasis in that cold storage. They're not eating, but when they start to warm up, they will go to eating and we have to have a food source in there. And that's what extends it out. Uh, they... So I had some down here and I had it in a tote. And when I got to the bottom of the tote, you know, I, was, I had a little bit left over, a few gallons. I come back about two weeks later and I eat the bottom out of the tote. <laughs> I'm just we, <laughs> I, we're I gonna put know. a disclaimer on that right there. I was gonna say, I'm, I'm not sure anybody, nobody's gonna be sold on the whole idea of that. All right, so answer <laughs> this. Um, one of the things you pointed out, and I, 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 if we're if you've heard all these episodes, I'm sorry, but I think it's really worth mentioning that I never knew until I met these guys the ratio between fungi and bacteria. So you say that you need to be more most soils need more beneficial fungi does your product have the fungi or is your product make it so that the fungi reproduce in the soil in other words are you or is it is it adding or is it um enhancing uh, it's it, the the creation we are adding and we are enhancing we basically bring uh 200 different uh, species of fungi and uh, as far as I know, all our competitors out there, the most that anyone brings is one or two species. And most of the time it's a yeast, which becomes more of a biostimulant to what's already out there in your soil. Mm -hmm. uh, fungi is basically what helps to make a suppressive soil. Uh, it cuts down in pathogens. Uh, we basically see a lot less disease pressure where our products use. And the fungi really help that. Plus, they, the fungi and the protist in this product help to break down your P and K and your micros and your organic nitrogen that's tied up in your residue and your soil minerals and uh, soil organic matter. Cool. Now I know about worse. Let's talk about the cumulative effect. Before we hit record on this, uh, Chad is was skeptical like all of us in agriculture uh there's a time and he's old enough to remember it when we thought you know these biologicals they, they it's, a, it's a neat idea but give me the proof and so now he says no i've been using different biologicals i see the effect but it doesn't happen immediately and i said you know if i if i never used herbicide and my fields were full of weeds and i used herbicide i could see a tangible visible physical result immediately same thing if I never used fertilizer. I can put out some fertilizer, and by golly, I'm going to enhance yields. You're not going to see an immediate bump with a biological, right, Chad? Well, it's it's way the way I look at it, uh, Damien. It's a lot like using chicken litter. We've been using chicken litter a long time. You know, in the first year you start using it, you're looking for this old massive qualm of whoa. You know, I put this out in my field, and it's all better. And and did you see results? 
and you can see from it, you know, um, when we done this, we could make a root dig and we could see the 800. We could see root on this side being one thing and root on this side being another. But the full effect of the 800s is still to come. You yeah. know, it's like by the third year of your chicken litter, you know, you can definitely see things changing in your soil, you know. And so this this product is, we'll, I hope to stay in trials with them that long that we'll, we can put it in the same spot and put it in different spots and keep it going for, for a longer amount of time, you know, to, to prove this theory. So one of the things about the chicken litter is, and I sat in a session, I've brought it up a number of times. I sat in a session once from an alleged agronomist who said it was impossible to increase organic matter in our lifetime. And I didn't think that seemed reasonable. I didn't think that it went against all of my FFA soil judging. Organic matter will increase with five years, 10 years, 30 years of chicken litter. Am I right? Yeah, well, just anything. I mean, I mean I've mean, i increased ours from the days that we put, we put cotton in, we've increased on our farm. You know, we used to be at cotton and we'd have a three quarter, a half, three quarter to 1% organic matter. You know, now all our farms is anywhere from two five to three five, mm -hmm. you know, and, but it took me 15 years and putting a lot of ground, you know, everybody says, oh, you must done a lot of, oh, you must not done cover crops. Nope. You must done a lot of no-till. Nope. But we put out, we did work the ground up. We done some strip tilling, but we put all that material back into the ground. You start growing 250, 300 bushel corn, putting that back in the ground. You start growing wheat and beans, putting it back in the ground in one season. You're, you put that material back in the ground, something's got to give. Yeah. So can you make the case that biologicals will also aid in the increase of organic matter? Oh, it's going to speed this process up. I mean, that's what we have to have is the bi bi biology. Biologicals. 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 Thank you. you. Got it. You, you have to have that to get this process going. Well, in our season we have, we have such a long season with the temperatures down here that we can keep that process going. That was what I was worried about with us being in the South. Did we need these products? We have warm seasons. Our corn stubble turns black in a week's time. Why do I need to speed this up any? But I can only get so far with what I've got. So you take this product and it really enhances and keeps me and goes a lot further than what I dreamed we could do. Yeah. So Mike, I guess the question is, you know, on the organic matter front, uh, if, if he's, he's been increasing organic matter just through praxis and chicken litter and some of those things is bio as a biological product going to help you. Cause one of your measurements you do, which I thought was really cool was bulk density, meaning you went out and you could tell me, and I, I don't know the numbers, but the point is it's relative, meaning if it used to be this bulk density, you want it to be, you want there to be less bulk density because it creates airspace, airspace and water space, which then will allow the breakdown of stuff to increase organic matter. So really one goes with the other. Am I right? Yes, that's correct. It basically gets oxygen and water to infiltrate <laughs> and that speeds everything up and, you know, with time, that organic matter can be broken down and uh, turned, you know, into more nutrients. And with the products, some biologicals can do this and others can't. And in the ones that are diverse, that have the fungi and the protists in them, they're the ones that can do that. And we've got farms that have had the product on for over six years, and they've increased their organic matter a full percentage point. They're even, to be, they're even beginning to change their CECs. And you can do that in five years to six years? Yes. All right. So let's talk about the cumulative effect. You talked about chicken litter, and now you're talking about biologicals. Are we going to look back someday and say, 
you know, it's the old thing. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. <laughs> and we're going to look back and say, and Chad Henderson's going to say, man, I'm in my fifties. I wish like heck I was using this stuff back when I was in my twenties because I see the cumulative effect. Chad. Oh yes. I thought it was, I thought it was to Mike. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's definitely something, you know, you know, but we come across those things because you know, you look at what my granddaddy done to what my dad done to what we've done. We're still getting better, you know, with technologies brought to us and we're still getting better. And that's what I think us as farmers, you know, we're always prone to do that because we're the only one making a living off of the land, you know, so we're going to be the, the one to try to push this envelope and, and strive to do better with the soil. And this is the next step in doing that. Let's talk about those. You, you've referenced a number of times, Mike, the Dakota places that have been using a, a biological from you for five years, six years. What is the cumulative effect? Tell me where the, what numbers moved. Organic matter, you said, was already up for, you know, by a point, which is a big deal, you know, when, when so that's that. What else? I'm going to, before I get off of that, I want to say, you know, one percentage point of organic matter will give you the holding capacity of 25,000 gallons of water per acre. You know, that can give you an extra week of holding on, waiting for another week when we've been stressed out, you know, like we have all across the Midwest. So yeah, it's very one, important. One point of organic matter will give you an increase in holding capacity of moisture by 25. So that's about, uh, that's about. Uh, one inch. That's about one an inch. inch. Yeah, it's about an inch, right, yeah. Okay, that's, that's, that's big, especially in dry times, okay. The cumulative effect. What numbers are you seeing rise besides organic matter, which is huge? Uh, more P and K released from the soil. Uh, the organic matter uh, increasing as well. CC uh, increasing slowly. That's a, a just very rare. Can you do that? But uh, then a, more nitrogen available to the plant, more micros available to the plant. Uh, it basically will also help your soil porosity. You'll be able to get more water infiltration into your soils quicker. And uh, by having all that organic matter, you'll hold your soils better. Yeah. So it's kind of a tough sell. Uh, you know, you go to Chad, he's got to make a, he's got to make the payments now. Uh, when you say be patient, this doesn't necessarily, you know, happen overnight. It is, it is a tough deal. You know, we're not bred to be patient people. Like, you know, look at our attention spans and the, microwave uh you know society <laughs> you usually though we're also paying our way we'll usually see a return on your money the very first you know it uh doesn't always happen that way but uh a high percentage of our growers get enough money to pay for the product year one yeah well that, it, so it needs, needs to at least be a break even so chad when you look at this uh you know, the cumulative effect, you do have to be patient. You also have to make it make sense. Is, is there anything else I'm missing here? Because uh, there's going to be a whole bunch of people that are going to say, you know, I, I, I'm not sure I'm uh, I'm not in on this. I don't have five years. Well, you know, you, you're looking at it from 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 a different mindset. You know, am I going to go out here and put put this on my crop? Um, OK, let's look at it this way. You know, I'm down here in urban sprawl, right? Yep. then why would I want to go use that, right? Why would I want to go use that when I, when I could have a housing development there next year, right? Right. It's the same thing with fertility. If I don't go put fertility on it, I can't really make it get more fertility. But if I use this, a product like this or this kind of product instead of fertility, then I can make the fertility I have more available there. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah so I mean, you're, you, 
and you and I recorded something about that. Is uh, you you and I did a recording, dear listener. You should go and listen to it or watch it because we talked about using fertility for this season, not trying to build it for the long haul because it's going to be a subdivision. And he he does have that there on the outskirts of Huntsville. Um, organics, you, I mean, the biologicals like organics, you could also make the same case. If it's something that, you you know, if the developer tells you, yeah, go ahead and plant it, but we might very well start putting in uh, cul-de-sacs uh, next month, you're not probably going to use a biological because you ain't got time. But but like I said, but I'm using biological to get a, to get every ounce of fertilizer I can out of that zone. Okay, so, so it does make sense. Even, yeah, so the cumulative effect isn't going to matter because it's going to be turned into concrete uh, and and housing additions. But it matters to whatever last bit of fertility is there. You can use a biological to extract. Yep. See, that's when we would pull out the 800. We put the 800 in the furrow or out herbicide, and we would try to really work on that band and make our root system the best as it can to get out to the, all the fertility we have. Got it. What do you tell people uh, when you're uh, when you're telling about these cumulative effects? You got some good stories. I've, I've heard you reference the Dakota thing. What's you, you know? There I am. I'm a commodity classic, and everybody you walk down the hall of commodity classic, and everybody'll give you three to five more bushels, right? I made the point. I don't even need to. I don't even need to farm. I don't even need to have a combine. I'm just going to walk through commodity classic, and I'm going to pick up three to five bushels at every booth. And by the time I'm at the end of the hallway, I'm going to have 300 bushels. Anyway, My dad told me that. My dad said, my dad said, he walked down the aisle. He said, you don't have to do nothing. He said, all you can do is walk down to here. We made 500. See, <laughs> actually, I, I made the, I, I said it was my joke. Actually, I stole it from Mike Henderson. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so tell him I'm stealing his material. Okay, so answer me this. What is your pitch, uh, Mike? It's, it's, a, it's a tough one uh, because, you know, most people don't like the idea. It's a long-term investment, really, is what you're talking about. It's an investment. It's a journey. Uh, but we say that if you, if you take the journey, with us you will see it we've got proof we've got testimonials we can put you in touch with farmers that are doing it uh but we come out we test we can show you that we're moving the needle you know we're doing the biome test we can do a test before you start with the product kind of get a baseline where you're at to see what ratios you do have of bacteria to fungi then you know within two weeks three weeks to a month we start moving the needle you know we we get quicker emergence quicker germination, uh, better rooting. Uh, we make a suppressive soil, uh, cuts down on your pathogens. Guys that have white mold issues and stuff like that where they're using our product have seen right to the row where they didn't have it, uh, the benefits of it. So we do a lot of different things. We check a lot of different boxes, uh, it, but it, it's there. It really is. You know, it, it works. Uh, sometimes you have to take a leap of faith, but we've got a, enough uh data with it now that you know we know it works you just got to try it chad you get us out of here you're you get the last statement biologicals cumulative effect just look for the place on your farm you know whether it whether it's like i said in a farm that you don't have next year and you're trying to use it to get every ounce of fertility you've got left whether you need it in the furrow or whether you need it as a breakdown there's an area for it on your farm you know and just be open-minded about the way you're going to use it and and how it's going to determine and what you're looking for out of the product. That's it. 
All right, we're talking about the cumulative effect of uh, biological treatment, and it is kind of a neat thing. I think that Chad made the great statement when he said it's, it's like chicken litter. You're not going to see you're not going to you're not going to see fireworks in that first year, but over time, you're going to see an absolute uh, improvement of your soil, which of course is improving your asset. And, you know, you might ask the question: Should I be using this on rented ground, or should I just only use this on the acres I own? But you made a pretty good case there. It helps you get the fertility out of it. So, I mean, you, you should probably use this. You should consider using this on all acres not just not just owned acres right it can be used on any acre i mean i could see it a, a case on any which which way yeah got it his name is chad henderson my name is damian mason we're uh, joined by mike batson who's with holganics if you want to learn more about holganics and start your journey uh, for the long haul uh, you can go to holganics.com uh, and uh, we appreciate you being here by the way hundreds and hundreds of these episodes that i have produced also hundreds and hundreds of videos that guys like chad have produced out in the field it's at extremeag.farm it's all there free for you share it with somebody that can benefit from it take it back to their farming operation until next time thanks for being here it's extreme ag's cutting the curve that's a wrap for this episode of Cutting the Curve, but there's plenty more. Check out ExtremeAg.Farm, where you can find past episodes, instructional videos, and articles to help you squeeze more profit out of your farm. Cutting the Curve is brought to you by Advanced Drainage Systems, the leader in agriculture water management solutions. 